0: You know, as women, like we do so much, right? And I just think for me, the best motivation is just knowing that I need to do whatever I can to sort of keep myself healthy. I just want to be healthy and feel good and like move my body. And I'm not counting my calories. If I want to eat something, I'm going to eat it. And, And I'm going to maybe just walk, I don't know, an extra five minutes. I'm just not going to make myself feel bad about it. Welcome back
1: to Off the Gram, the show where we bring you straight into the trenches with us to help you live your best life, channel your inner girl boss, and navigate the ever changing landscapes of wellness and social media. Hey, gang.
0: Hi.
1: All right. So, Emma
2: Heming Willis is an entrepreneur model, and the founder and CEO of Coco Baba, an all-natural vegan skincare line for women. During her 20-plus years in the fashion and beauty industries, Emma graced covers and was featured on the pages of little-known magazines like Vogue, (laughs) Glamour, Elle, and Marie Claire. She walked the runways for Chanel, Valentino, Ralph Lauren, Carl Lagerfeld, Armani, Emmanuel Dior and Victoria's Secret, to name a few, (laughs) Emma married her husband, Bruce, as in Bruce Willis, in 2009 and started a family shortly after. It was then that she realized an unmet need in the market the lack of safe, effective beauty and wellness products for pregnant women. Following her second child's birth, Emma decided to take action and create a good-for-you product to fit the unique needs of a woman's body, expecting or not. She founded Coco Baba in... 2016, launching in Europe before introducing her line to the U.S. in early 2021. Passionate about giving back and creating a safe space for moms, thank you, Emma started her namesake blog in 2013. She is an ambassador and avid supporter of Room to Grow, a nonprofit organization dedicated to enriching the lives of babies born into poverty throughout their critical years of development. Emma credits her success and go-getting spirit to her mother, a single mom who raised her between London and Southern California. She finds joy and purpose in supporting other women, whether guiding them through their motherhood journey or simply helping them feel confident in their own skin. In addition to her two daughters, Emma is a stepmother of three, and when she's not planning her next business venture or spending time with her family, Emma can be found practicing many forms of self-care. I'm exhausted
3: reading that, Emma. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I know, right? And so anytime Emma Wills pops in my Instagram feed, I immediately think I just want to be friends with her. I want to ride shotgun on a road trip with her and just pick her brain because she is a mom CEO who seems to be aging in reverse. And I'm guessing her Coco Baba Beauty line plays a role. We'll find out. And not she not only seems crazy in love with her adoring husband of 12 years, Bruce Willis, but she's also friends with his ex, who just happens to be Demi Moore, and they have all happily blended their families. And I think I even read that at one point they quarantined together. So we want to hear everything on what I'm calling an off the gram audio girls road trip.
0: Welcome, Emma. welcome. welcome. Oh my gosh, what an intro! I was like exhausted listening, <laughs> kind of like like patting myself on the back, like wow, okay, yeah, I forgot about all this that I have done. So. Maybe that sounds important like. to be reminded. Yeah. <laughs> don't we, it's easily to, you know, we forget. So thank you for that.
3: And that's the thing. I was doing an interview once and I'm like, I was cringing. I hate hearing my own bio, but the person interviewing was like, you earned that. Like you should be mm-hmm. proud to hear that. And I'm like, you're right. Damn it. Let's read everything Emma did because <laughs> she earned that. That's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so Emma, I feel like can we just be a little bit nosy at first because you are married to Hollywood legend Bruce Willis, and I am old enough to to remember my parents watching Moonlighting, and obviously I grew up on Die Hard, and he's kind of a big deal.
0: So, how did you and Bruce meet? Um, yeah, so we met through our trainer at the time, Gunnar Peterson. Gunnar, oh my you gosh, heard? I love Gunnar. Yes, Gunnar is a matchmaker. Um, how funny. Yeah, it's a funny story. So I was working out at his gym. um, And he had said that Bruce was coming in to take a look at the gym. And uh, we met. And at the time, I was engaged. And yeah, you know, cut two years later, we have our first date. So my engagement ended. um, And then As my engagement ended, there was a piece that came out in page six about it. One of his friends in New York called him in L.A. and said, hey, just so you know, Emma's engagement is now no longer. Cut to Ben Gunnar Peterson calling me and saying, hey, you know that Bruce has always kind of had a crush on you. Uh, Would you mind if, you know, you guys exchange numbers? I thought, eh, you know, why not? And at that time, I was living in L.A., getting ready to move to New York, and Bruce called and said, I would love to take you out for tea. Like, would you like to go for tea? And I said, you know what? I would love to. I said, but I'm in the midst of this move. Let's pick it up. When I get to New York, like my mind was just all over the place. Wasn't really looking to start dating or I just, I wasn't in the mind frame. And he says, I absolutely get it. You know, uh, let me know when you're ready and I would love to take you out. Uh, he calls me the next day, and he says, I know you're really busy. He says, but I'm very strong, and I can help you pack some boxes. <laughs> some boxes. <laughs> and um, I was sold after that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The best. First of all, too, you're
3: a badass if you work out with Gunner, because I've been to Gunner Gym in in Hollywood, and it's like that's where I went on the Jacob's Ladder for the first time. Like, you can't mess around. Jacob's
0: Ladder, God, I hate that thing. Right?
3: Um, and he has that blob of fat sitting on the top. Does he still have it? it? Was like a blob of fake fat sitting at the top of the Jacob's ladder, and then you would had to be climbing on this thing. If you don't know what the Jacob's ladder is, it's a torture device that's like a kind of like a rotating ladder that you're climbing up it furiously, and it just
0: kills you. But when you when
3: you get, when you get it, it, like it's so satisfying when you master it.
0: Yeah, I never mastered it. Um, <laughs> And I haven't seen Gunner in so long, so I'm definitely out of shape. But I would say during that time, I was in the best shape of my life because he, he's an absolutely incredible trainer. You really and is. matchmaker.
3: You guys, that. matchmaker. That was the best, the trainer intro. Oh my gosh! So did you ever actually have tea? Uh, did we ever have tea? Like what was the first tea? Well, I was going to say she's also a badass for turning down Bruce Willis yeah. the first time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. Yeah. I, you know, I can't even really remember what the first day I think we went to, we ended up going to dinner and I brought a friend of mine as a sidekick. Um, just because I I don't know why I still really wasn't in the mind frame. I didn't know him. I knew of him. Um, I grew up watching moonlighting. I, I would never say that I was a big Bruce Willis fan. Uh, I like, enjoyed his movies, but I just wasn't like one of, one of I, I I've, I've never, locker I've never seen Die Hard to like, just put out there. People get so mad when I say that, but I really haven't. Um, but, you know, it, I, you know, fell for him so quickly. He's just such a genuine, funny, approachable guy, you know, a real guy's guy a total gentleman which i absolutely loved um, you know he's like old school like if i get up to use the restroom like he'll stand up when i come back from the restroom he stands up you know it's like i he don't has see- manners he has just manners but like i'd never experienced that in my life of dating and i don't not like we're any of us are really going out and experiencing life to its fullest at the moment but prior to the pandemic you know, I just never really saw anyone else doing that. And, um, you know, I always was hoping for a son for us so that he could pass those (laughs) really beautiful traits on. But, um, we have daughters and, and their expectation of their men are going to be very high. So, well, I think that's very important. And Emma, you know, I think,
4: I think our age gaps between our husbands are quite similar. I think you got, I'm 40 and my husband's 61. And I think you guys are about the same. And I always tell my young lady friends, girls, there is, you know, consider, dating older because only because there's something to be said for a man who's truly reached his manhood. And it's interesting. I also have a very blended family and I'm very, very close with my son's older kids who are close to my age and his, you know, and their mom We're all very close. But I think that um, selfishly and admittedly, I kind of get the best version of him because he's, he's finally like, come into himself. And it's really, it is really nice to see that passed along to your kids and to have your girls have those expectations.
3: What are some of the surprising
0: pros and cons of the age difference for you, Emma? Um, couldn't tell you. My husband still acts like he's 21. He's (laughs) my third child. So I don't really uh, notice that big of a difference. You know, I'm an old soul. I was never like the party animal needing to be out and social. I just kind of feel like Bruce and I are very similar when it comes to um, just how we are socially, uh, just sort of where we were in our lives matched each other very well. So um, I don't really notice that big of a difference. We're boring as hell. It It works really well. Like it really works well. So so I,
3: I am nosy. I can't help it. Like, I, I love the fact that you are actually friends with Demi. I've heard her say nice things about you on Instagram. Like, you have a very solid relationship with his ex and your stepchildren. Can you just give us tips and strategies? How how do you navigate that so beautifully?
0: Um, you know, I think that we all sort of come from this, like, idea that we're supposed to hate the ex or hate the new girlfriend or whatnot. Or, you know, and that just wasn't the case walking into this, um, you know, I've, I've heard horror stories and people really can't wrap their head around it because it's just, I hear more like, I can't believe that you're able to do that. Or how do you do that? As opposed to like, wow, that's incredible. It's very rare where I get the like, wow, that's so incredible. Um, it's more like, they just can't believe that it's happening, but, and I get that because I think that what we share is definitely very different, uh, than most, Uh, you know, I walked into a scenario where his daughters and his ex-wife just wanted to see him happy, like legitimately wanted to see him happy. And, um, you know, when I met Bruce and sort of walking into that family situation, that's, I was really met with open arms. Like, you know, I think Bruce had spoken highly to me, to them, and they were just so ready to meet me. I mean, literally it was like, hugs and oh, we're so happy to see you. I mean, that's how I walked in, um, which I know is not the norm for a new person walking into um, a divorced family. But uh, that's how it's been. And, you know, I don't even really look at to me like the ex wife, you know, I really don't it, their marriage ended so long ago, um, you know, their relationship is completely different and evolved from what it was and whatever that was, I don't know, I wasn't there. Um, But, you know, I really, I really love this family that we've created. It's definitely different out of the norm. It's wonderful for my girls to be able, you know, our younger daughters to be able to sort of see this, they don't think twice about it. Um, You know, I did have to sort of tell you know sort of bring them up to speed that like daddy used to be married to me so they kind of question that like oh he was married before so it was like you know it was like that kind of thing but it it all it just works we're very lucky um we're very lucky in that it sounds super healthy
1: and and Wellness related, which brings me to my question. I want to ask you. I'm a I'm a former fashion and beauty editor, and I'm always so excited to learn about new beauty products. Um, I'm Christine, by the way. Hi, <laughs> um, and I'd love to hear how you started it, why you started it. I'm sure that you probably noticed, um, as we all did back, you know, a few years back, that there was a, a need for it for natural beauty lines, and I'd love to hear more about it.
0: Yeah, so I came up with this idea when I was pregnant with my first daughter. I was looking for a safe and effective you know, body care line that sort of nurture my skin throughout my pregnancy, I'm uh, stretch mark prone, so uh, I was always looking for, you know, anything that could help with that. But once I became pregnant, I started looking at ingredients and just really questioning like what are in these beauty product products that I'm using, never really thought about it before, Um, you know, this whole sort of green movement wasn't, I think it was just kind of scratching the surface about, you know, 10 years ago. And I didn't find anything on the market that I loved. And I went back just to an old family favorite that's been in my family for years, uh, generations, uh, coconut oil. Uh, And I used it throughout my whole pregnancy. And I came came out stretch mark free. You know, My first baby was, Mabel was over nine pounds. It was massive. And I did not have a stretch mark in all the areas that I was concentrating on with this coconut oil. Uh, And that was just sort of my aha moment. And I just thought I need to come up with a line that's geared towards, you know, women that are pregnant or looking for sort of like an anti-stretch natural uh, product using this ingredient. And that's when I came up with Coco Baba. And um, I did, we, we, we formulated in Germany, launched in Germany. And the reason why I did that was because I'm not a formulator, you know this was something really new to me, but I really needed to to ensure that any ingredient that was going to be put into this formula was in fact safe. Um, you know EU standards are much higher than they are here in the US so I just needed to sort of dot my eyes across my T's and just make sure and so we formulated in Germany took me a while to bring it over here and you know we finally did this, we, we launched February. And, um, you know, I would say that we're definitely more of like a niche brand geared towards, you know, looking after um, pregnancy and post-pregnancy. But, you know, we're for anyone that wants just a natural, beautiful, you know, luxurious body care line. That's not going to break the bank. It's not expensive. That's amazing.
2: This is Heidi. And I have to say, you know, I, I, was on a fertility journey before I got pregnant with my twins, um, for a couple of years. And I just remember like at the very beginning of it, I was like, you know what, I'm going to start swapping out products now. Cause I had like heard my twins are five. So, you know, take it back over seven years or so and seven, eight. Yeah. And, um, and I just remember looking at bottles, Emma and being like, why can't I use this at pregnant or breastfeeding? It would be like shampoo or, lotion or, you know, and I just, so how did you sort of become aware earlier? You you obviously were a bit of a trend starter because 10 years ago, it wasn't really a thing to know that when you were pregnant, you shouldn't use mainstream brands because they had these labels on them. You had to look for like the really fine print with a magnifying glass to find that. So how did you become aware?
0: I mean, I think it was once I became Pregnant, you know, speaking to my OBGYN, like here's a list of things you shouldn't be um, using, like retinols was one of them. And then, you know, talking about the different foods that I shouldn't be eating. And I it just sort of, I think that's kind of what sparked my um concern. Um, and you know, it was my first pregnancy. I was at the time 35, 36, I want to say, and I just wanted to do it right. <laughs> so I um, yeah, I just really just started looking at ingredients and just being very, uh, wary and cautious. And I just wanted to go back to the basics. And I just really did when it came to coconut oil. And I just wanted to be able to elevate that ingredient. So, you know, you're not, you know, anyone could go buy coconut oil. You could, but you're literally going to the oil and vinegar section of your grocery store, buying like a big glass of that. You're, I do that sometimes <laughs> you're like dipping your hand. I'm like, we deserve more than this. Like we really do deserve more than this. So, you know, our main ingredient is coconut oil, but we, the formula is elevated with Jehovah oils. And there's just so many other great organics that we have in there that also doesn't make, um, coconut oil has a tendency to be really greasy, which I hate, um, so the formulation, it's not like it's a dry oil, it's super hydrating, but you can put it on, get dressed right after and not have to worry about that greasy
3: stain um, on your clothes. Can you tell us the products? Because I've tried like three or four of them.
0: What, what are the different products in the line? So we have three and uh, we have a, a body scrub. We have a coconut uh, body butter mousse and then a coconut oil, a body oil.
3: The mousse is what my 10 year old stole.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that mousse. Um, I loved it. It's a system. I really love using it as a system. You know, we've started with just three products. We're going to definitely add to the line. But, um, you know, I just like keeping it short and sweet when it comes to, you know, anything. I mean, I say that. I do love a beauty routine, I have to say. But, like, when it comes to the body, I don't think we – I think we focus so much on this and sometimes really forget about the neck down. So that's kind of where I'm focused. So we have the scrub – um, when I get out of the shower, after using the scrub, I do the mousse and then I lock it in with the oil. And I have a question, the, um, oil
1: sometimes with, with real coconut oil, I sometimes put it in my hair or give like a mask to my hair. Can you do
0: that with your oil as well? I'm sure you Did it can. Today, right? Actually, uh, yeah. I just <laughs> wash my hair and then just kind of like, you know, I just take a little bit and then just scrunch it up into, into my hair. Yeah. So that works. Coconut oil. Is, is that the mousse or the oil is better for the hair? The oil.
1: Okay. And I, this um, this is Christine again. I don't have kids, but it's nice to know that, you know, I do also look for sometimes some of the items that are geared towards pregnant women, which I don't understand why, if it's not, if you can't use it when you're pregnant, then maybe we shouldn't be using it if we're not pregnant too. So I don't really, you know, follow those rules. I try to just be healthy all the time if I can, but you do get tempted by lots of other beauty products, but I'm trying to clean out the closet as well. And I feel like with, um, with the coconut oil as the base, it's just, it's a no brainer. It's
0: no brainer. but it's funny you say that because in my twenties as a model, I was using products, same thing that were geared towards women uh, that were pregnant, that were looking for sort of an anti-stretch solution. And I thought, well, if they can use it, why can't I use it? And that's what I did. So, you know, I know it's really not just, like I said, for women that are Uh, pregnant or after pregnancy it's for any 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 woman and the
3: line is vegan like what is what is your eating regimen your diet like like what is what is your self-care diet health routine like on a daily basis
0: terrible (laughs) (laughs) absolutely horrific Uh, yeah i mean you're catching me right as we're, you know, starting to see this light at the end of the tunnel of this pandemic, what I realized over this past year is that I'm an absolute stress eater. Um, eating gives me so much pleasure and so much comfort, and you know, I definitely put on a lot of weight and not moving my body. You know, like I'm, I love being able to be in a class and I love that energy, and then all of a sudden to have to shift that to like. Be home and you know I'm lucky enough to have like you know a soul cycle at home and you know I can get, use these apps but like what a bore like really what what a bore it's just um it was hard and even getting out for walks and like you know in the beginning it's like is this even okay to be outside I'm like walking by myself you know with a mask on you know we're all I was freaked out um so now as we're turning the corner I'm getting my act together I'm um started hiking which has been really new for me and i absolutely love it um also because now my kids are in school so you know before it was we were dealing with homeschool and you know, how old are your daughters i feel like we didn't ask they're 9 and 7 i and 7 old. okay yeah and you know they were being homeschooled at the time i was trying to launch my business and you know my self care was just out the door and i Talk a lot about self care because I need to remind myself to practice what I preach. Um, and I definitely wasn't doing that as I should this past year. But like I said, now that my kids are back in school, there's this, after I drop them off, I go straight and do my hike. It's about 30 minutes. You know, I do about like two and a half miles. It's not a lot, but at least it's something. And I feel really great. It's just a great way for me to start my day. And then by the time I'm home, it's nine and I shower and get ready for work. We'll
4: have to imagine a lot of people are in the same position as you, where they're just feeling like, okay, it's finally time to turn the corner and I'm looking for my motivation. So do you have any tips on how you kind of find that motivation again? Because I feel like a lot of people right now are just having a hard time getting started again.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, gosh, I don't know. I think what happened for me was that I was able to have that separation from my, Kids. Um, you know, it was really hard for me to go out and go for the hike or go for the walk when I knew that they were at home, you know, on Zoom. To log on to Google okay, Classrooms. Like, you know, young kids. And you know, if I don't get my workout in the morning, I'm not gonna get it. I'm just not gonna get it. Um, so I think that I just know that you know, as women, like we do so much, right? Like I, I man this ship at home. Like I I have about 10 different hats that I wear. um, And I just, I think, especially realized this year, like, my gosh, like if I'm not looking after myself, like who else is going to do all this stuff that I do? Not my husband, (laughs) like maybe to like some capacity, but you know, I just, um, I, you know, we, as you all know, like we handle a lot. And I just think for me, the best motivation is just knowing that I need to do whatever I can to sort of keep myself healthy. It's not that I'm looking to, you know, get back into like my model body that I had. I'm never going to get that back. And that's fine. I just want to be healthy and feel good and like move my body. And I'm not counting my calories. If I want to eat something, I'm going to eat it. And, and I'm going to maybe just walk, I don't know, an extra five minutes. I'm just not going to make myself feel bad about it. But, you know, for me, just the motivation is just to continue to look after myself. Like that is a very important thing um, for me as a reminder. It's
1: super important. It's like, you're the engine and you're running, like you said, you're running the ship. And, and I think we sometimes like you mentioned, we proper fuel. Yes, and we demonize you know snacking or eating or all of that so much that every little thing it's like you think you're doing something wrong. but I think society has just made it so you know frowned upon that you <laughs> eat the cake if you want to eat the cake because you'll you're just gonna eat 85 different things that's gonna make up for that cake that you wanted. So just you know, I know it's easier said than done, but I think it's a, it's we've come to a place where maybe it's just you know let's go back to basics and when you're hungry, you eat, when you're not, let's not. And let's try to just be mindful all around. And there's some balance instead of just, you know, no, 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 no. Cause it's like a child. If You slap the child on the wrist. They're going to, it's just, it's just a weird, it's a weird vibe.
0: <laughs> I'm just never going to be the one that's going to be juicing all the time. And, you know, doing all the things that in my head that I give myself such a hard time about, like, I need to be doing this. I need to be drinking more water. And, I need, and it's like this, it's like, I call this, I have a name for this person. So, you know, it's like this, Voice that comes into my head, and it's like, oh my god, just stop!
3: Like, you're- Wait, what's the name for the person? I want to know. Me too.
0: It's Lisa. <laughs> Strip I Lisa! That. I love that. <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. I just named her because I'm like, just stop, Lisa. Like, literally, <laughs> just stop. Instead of by Felicia,
4: it's like, stop, Lisa. Right. Wait, I'm <laughs> obsessed with that. I'm kind of obsessed though with the fact that you know, I would imagine that people think of your life as a certain way, and there's like this LA vibe, and you are a model, and people just kind of assume that everybody who is from that world and from that life. You know it, that their life is about crystals and ashwagandha and you know it's like very woo woo. And we all do all these very boutiquey, fabulous workouts that you know are very hard to get into in chic. And you're like, "No, girl, I'm a mom. It's like basics, and we're all just doing the best we can." And I think that's very refreshing, Emma. Oh,
0: thank you. Yeah, no, I um, I've beaten myself up over it. Like as I said, like I should be doing this and that and the other, and I'm Lisa just not. beats you up. Lisa, damn that Lisa! That's going to beat me up.
3: Lisa, let's get rid of Lisa. But can we also
2: please talk more about the nonprofit Room to Grow that you're so supportive of?
0: Please, yeah, yes. Um, Tell us what it's so, about. Yeah, so Room to Grow is an organization that I came across when we we were living in LA. We had moved to New York, and I was, um, you know, just really just looking for a place where I could donate my daughters like gently use clothes and baby items and someone told me about room to grow and I went in and donated our stuff and then just started having just conversations and started you know really working with them really quickly I just I love what they do they're based in New York and in Boston and um, you know they help families in need that need support when you know they're they're a program that works with the family for the first three years Um, and I just really love their mission. I love what they're doing. They've really grown, um, throughout the years that I've been working with them. Um, but they're doing incredible, incredible things. And I'm hoping one day that they'll have maybe a satellite branch here in Los Angeles, because that would be great. But even being here in LA, I'm still able to support them in New York in you know, any ways that I can. We should do
3: a live event with that. Would be a great live part. We do, we we do live podcasts with various charities. That would be an awesome partner, girls. Yes, it would. I love that. I love it. That. Would I feel
0: like they're like the baby to baby of New Ex- York?
3: Exactly. Yeah.
0: Um, and they definitely. I mean, you know, there's like there's all any cause is a great cause, but I always feel like you know they could definitely use a boost. You know, they definitely. I think that would be wonderful. Sounds like a plan.
3: <laughs> so, Emma, where can everyone get Coco Baba? Like where where do we buy it? How do we get it to all of our
0: listeners? Yep, so cocobaba.com, c o c o b a b a.com. Um, com. we're on Instagram at, at @cocobabaofficial. Uh and those are the two places where we're where right now it's direct to consumer through our website, so that's where that's where you'll find us. Amazing. I am also
3: like Lusting after your skin and kind of need to know your, your facial skincare routine because you are glowing.
0: Wow, okay. I love, I love this room that I'm in here. Thank you. Um, yeah, I, you know, like I said, I love a beauty routine. There's just a couple of products that I use or of brands that I use that I've really been using for years. Um, Indie Lee is one, Barbara Sturm is another. Um, newly, I've been starting to use Kat Berkey, who has been around for a while. And I, you know, never really knew about them until recently. I love their line. Um, Lumion skincare is an oxygen mist that I've been using for years and that's about it. You know, I, I, I don't really go off the beaten track too much. I kind of sort of stick to what works and all of those, uh, brands are natural, you know? Natural. It's very difficult to use that were natural at the moment. But, you know, Green. consciously formulated, let's say that,
2: consciously formulated. Um, yeah, and, we have to be careful because natural can
0: really be anything now. There's no, yeah. Yeah, they're coming after us when it comes to this right now. So we have to be very careful, which is true. But I just think it's like what you're either natural or you're what? <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I don't know you know, I think that you have to be very careful and aware of like what you're putting on your skin. And I think if you can look to grant brands that are in that forum of being natural and green, um, I, I think I'm going to go that way personally. Well, it's working for you.
4: Yeah, totally working for you. I agree with that. Let me just ask you a question. Cause I'm like, so curious. I'm always, you know, from, from, from four work at home mamas. I mean, right now everyone's a work at home mama, but I'm sorry, Christine's a work at home goddess and she's literally wearing 75 hats and doing 65,000 jobs. Minus to the like children. The rest of us. Yeah. She's got, she's got other things. She's got surfboards and like, mama. beaches and she's got like a whole thing going on in her, in her world. So all of us are working from home and very, very busy. And I guess I'm just wondering, do you have any advice from other women just running their hustle and how do you and Bruce kind of ho- cohabitate and like run your household? Because we talk about this all the time. The four of us all have very different, like, archetypes when it comes to our life and and how we run our households. And so I'm just wondering, like, what does that look like? What does a day in your life look like? And how do you manage?
0: Um, You know, I'm lucky enough to have a nanny. That alone is, like, game changing for me. Um, I really could not do it without her. I don't know how my mom did it as a single mom (laughs) without any help doing three jobs and like literally trying to put food on the table. It's just a whole different, uh, mindset. And, uh, yeah, you know, I have a nanny that really helps me with, with my children so that I'm able to work, um, you know, also so that Bruce is able to travel and continue to work, um, you know, I, I'm terrible because I micromanage everything. I'm trying to learn to sort of step back and let, um, you know, others be able to help in that. Um, but it's hard. It's hard. It's really difficult to, you know, have kids and a husband and a family and, you know, all the other things that we all have and just to try and have it work well, I don't know I, I wish I could tell you I just wake up and do it and it's working and it it sounds like you don't overthink
2: it. you kind of do what feels right for you. is that fair?
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm very scheduled i you know definitely have like a day in the life kind of looks very similar day in and day out. um I think like routine I've always had a routine. I think more so since I've had the kids, you know like I think routine for them has always been very um, helpful and helpful for me too. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just kind of, I don't know. Do I go with the flow? I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, that sounds like the rest of us, right? It's a tough question. It is. You know? um, I'm just doing the best that I can. Yeah.
4: So I'm wondering, um, cause I'm nosy too, like Megan, um, was Bruce traveling a lot during the pandemic and, or are you guys kind of looking to travel now and where is your first place? Cause I know a lot of us are planning like our first vacation post pandemic. Is that something in your future? And like, where would be your dream place to go? Or are you, are, do you already have a plan? Are your bags packed?
0: Yeah, our bags are packed, but we're going to Idaho, which is where we were quarantining, you know, during the pandemic. Um, you know, we don't, yeah, Bruce traveled a little bit, um, very little like he'll just do like a couple days sort of here and there um, but yeah we're going we're going to- why Idaho because potatoes or just a Valley <laughs> <laughs> potatoes um, no so Idaho is a place that Bruce well Sun Valley Idaho is a place that Bruce not that he discovered it but he had went um, probably in his 30s I think he had a skiing accident there and had to stay in sun valley and uh, this was like in his 30s um was recovering there had met demi and then that was kind of their uh that was the place where they raised their three daughters and it was definitely you know you have to remember like you know the that during the time that they were married i mean they were the couple right like they were like the, the and everyone was sort of on them and after them and i think that that was just a really sort of great place for them where they could just be them and, um, not have to worry about like that Hollywood limelight, um, or that spotlight more like, and yeah. So Sun Valley, it's kind of just always been the spot and I love, I also love it there and it's great out Beautiful kids can be kids and run around and, you know, we're on our bikes and it's just a different, it's just different. It's different than LA. That's for sure. Do people
3: chase you guys with, with cameras though? Like, does the paparazzi get in your business?
0: No, I mean, I think Bruce has always said, like, I think it's for that young Hollywood, right? Like I think they chase young Hollywood. I think Bruce is now crossed over. Um, He's never tried to, like, he's never engaged it, right? I think there are certain ways that you can definitely engage that, certain places that you can go and do, and he's just always definitely bypassed that. Um, he's not a great famous person. <laughs>
1: it's nice though you're enjoying your life which is it's a healthy balance
0: no absolutely and Idaho is a really great place so you don't I don't have to really worry about if you know you just never know like on a day maybe they're parked out in front of your house and for two months they're not you just don't know so it's kind of hard to gauge Idaho is not like that which is just great you don't have to look over your shoulder it's just not something that I'm comfortable with not something that I've ever been used to um, so I, I really do love, um, life in Idaho.
3: I'd probably stop you in the grocery store if I didn't know you just cause you're so pretty. And I'd like, <laughs> want to know everything. <laughs> I'm that person be like, your hair is so like, what do you do? I'm <laughs> that person. I stop everybody. But can I just say? It's so you guys seem so down to earth, like
4: both of you. And I just it's beautiful to see. I think we're all feeling the vibe through <laughs> through the zoom. But it it's a beautiful thing to pass down to your children. So I just had to give you that compliment because I see it. It's very striking. And it sounds from from the way that you're describing your marriage that it's just the cloth that you're both cut from. And that's that's very nice to hear.
0: Oh, thank you. Yeah. I mean, we come from super humble beginnings. You know, um, I think that's definitely helped. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't. I, yeah. Yeah.
4: <laughs> I love it. I love all of that. Like, I love that's a vibe. That whole, yeah, was a vibe, right? Well, this is awesome girls. Do you mind if I, cause I wanted to, to move on to our lightning round. Cause I have some questions. I would love I to really ask. know
2: the answers. I think she's, I think so them. too. I think but so let's hear too. Them again.
4: But Emma, we do a little lightning round before we get to our last segment of the show. And so I'm the one who asked the questions. It is three questions. They are very difficult. I always like to joke. They're really not. And I'm going to do them right now. Are you ready?
0: I think so. Question Mm -hmm.
4: number one, morning or evening workout? Morning. Yes. Okay. So question number two, and I don't know if we've really gotten to the bottom of this yet, although maybe hiking,
0: what is your favorite workout? at the moment it is hiking slash walking slash jogging. I I rotate. I'm a Gemini, so I can't really just stick to one thing. I'm kind of like all over the board, but right now I really love being outdoors and hiking. That's the vibe.
4: I hear that. And then last but not least, coffee, tea, or matcha? Oh my gosh.
0: Coffee. (laughs) Coffee with coffee mate don't judge me
2: get out of here I love that (laughs) all of the tea mentions I thought you were gonna say tea
0: you talked about tea so many times I do (laughs) I love tea and I'll drink it like I have these yogi teas I have this orange this orange one that I love it's like for pot it's like positive orange or something like that that I love but I love coffee I I love coffee and I just You know, like my guilty pleasure, and many guilty pleasures, but one of them is Coffee Mate, and I'd taken that off. Like that was just one of the things I was like, Emma, just stop with this. And then I just brought it back during the pandemic, and Lisa is really annoyed about it. (laughs) (laughs) Tell Lisa to take a hike. She could use it. (laughs) But
3: Emma, do you like the flavored coffee? Do they have like pumpkin spice Coffee Mate in
0: October, which Mm. is like my Achilles' heel? It's uh, French vanilla. Yum. if I can find Irish cream, I will get that. It's very difficult to find.
3: Target sometimes has the best coffee mate selection. Target. Target? I why? I swear to God. the grocery store, 11 in LA. The best coffee Mate. Well,
0: so funnily enough, I know we're coming to the end of this, but um, so in high school, we used to, you know, a friend of mine would come pick us up. We would go stop at 7-Eleven and that's when my love for coffee mate started. So we would get like our big coffee and think we're like super cool when we're taking coffee into school. And we would just, just pour those little tiny, you know, coffee mates in there. It was either Irish cream or it was French vanilla. So it kind of takes me back to like my high school days that weren't that great. But like that was one thing that I absolutely loved in high school was like that sort of morning routine at stopping at 7-Eleven to get our large coffee with a lot of coffee mate. They sometimes you just got to just
1: do, do the little things that make you happy. <laughs> it won't kill you. Absolutely. Routines are
2: comforting. (laughs) Okay. So that brings us to our very last segment, which is called karma call. So I forced Megan to say it because she says it's so awesome. (laughs) Thanks Megs, but I'm the yogi. So I will explain that karma is a Sanskrit word for action. So we ask all of our inspiring guests, what is one small action that our listeners could take that would make a difference in their life? So
0: it could be drinking water every morning, taking a hike. (laughs) Yeah, no, I would say, you know, breathing. That just sounds so lame. But I really notice um, throughout the day, sometimes that I am breathing literally here. Right? And I sometimes run my day like that. And, and I have this Apple watch and I have this thing set where it will, I, you know, I, I don't know how it goes it's off. It's the breathing reminder. It's the breathing reminder, which I love. And I It's funny when it like goes off because maybe it's like catching my heart rate or something. And it's just a great reminder for me to like, oh my God, just stop for a second and just breathe, connect because I am sometimes on such a, a wheel And I just need a moment just to connect back into my body. So I would say breathing has, for me, is just so helpful just to like, take a break, take a minute, like connect and then get back on the wheel.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Amen, girl. I hope everybody just took a deep breath. Yes. I love that. Yeah. Whenever somebody, you know, you're not the first person in our karma call to say breathing because it is something we all forget to do. And every time someone says that, I like take this deep, delicious breath and I'm like, oh yeah, breathing. So Thank you for that reminder today. I think, I think it's something we could all use. There is never, there are never
2: enough reminders.
4: To never take enough breaths. breaths. Well, on that note, thank you so much, Emma. We absolutely love today. And thank you everybody for tuning in at home. We love to have you. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast everywhere. The podcasts are consumed and don't forget to follow us on the gram at off the gram podcast. We'll see you next time. Yay! Yay.
3: Thank you. Thank you so, you so much, much you. Emma. You're